0: From the studio of Adventist World Radio, Pune.
1: A very warm welcome to you.
0: This is our international English service.
1: In our program today, we bring you an inspiring message and songs of praise.
0: You will hear God's word to strengthen you spiritually.
1: You are listening to Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope.
0: Here's a melodious song. Hush
2: little baby, don't you cry but not the soul. Deus,
0: programs, you are welcome to write to us on this postal address. Adventist Media Center Post Box 1446 Market Yard Pune 411037 Maharashtra, India
1: You can also log into our website to hear all our programs which is www. A-W-R dot O-R-G
0: Before we hear God's Word, here's a melodious song. I need
2: Thee every hour, stay Thou nearby, Temptations lose their power when Thou
0: the studios of Adventist Media Center, Pune.
1: We have Helen Jacob presenting God's Word. Greetings from
3: Adventist Media Center, Pune. The best loved, most well-known sections of the Bible is Psalm 23. I am Helen Jacob, the English radio speaker producer. Let us ponder on the six verses that are power-packed with meaning and is applicable for us even today. Let us pause for a moment of prayer. Dear God in heaven, Thank you for the beautiful psalms of King David that gives us assurance and comfort for us today. Help us to experience the leading of Jesus as our good shepherd. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. There are a number of captions for the 23rd Psalm. Number 1. The Universal Psalm because it is memorized and repeated in all lands number 2 the chief psalm number 3 the pearl of psalms because precious truths are revealed number 4 the shepherd psalm because he is the good shepherd who cares and loves us number 5 it can be also used as a powerful morning prayer because It is perhaps the most beloved passages in Scripture. The New Living Translation puts it so beautifully. The Lord is my shepherd. I have all that I need. He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths, bringing honor to His name. This short psalm reminds us of the awesomeness of Jesus as our shepherd. A beautiful song of provision and protection, comfort and care, and of final restoration and much more. What a pleasant sight to see a shepherd tending his flock of sheep on a quiet countryside. What a reassuring feeling when you see a shepherd leading the sheep back home after a long day of grazing. What a beautiful message when the shepherd leads his sheep with his staff and rod, protecting the timid, innocent animals through noisy traffic. David could relate to God as a shepherd, because he was a shepherd himself. He encountered many dangers with wild animals while tending his father's flock, but God's loving protection was always there. Even when he faced the taunts of the Philistine giant Goliath, he was not afraid. Even when King David was after his life, God's protection was there. How could David go through all these dangers? It was his deep relationship with God. He knew the shepherd and he had nothing to fear. The next time you read or meditate on this psalm, be encouraged of the six powerful P's. Number 1. Possession, which is seen in verse 1, my shepherd. Number 2. Position, which is seen in verse 2, he maketh me to lie down beside the still waters. Number 3. Promise, seen in verse 3, he restoreth my soul. Number 4. Progress, seen in verse 4, aid though I walk through the valley. Number five, provision from verse five, thou preparest a table before me. Number six, prospect in verse number six, goodness and mercy. Here are some facts of the animal, the sheep. Number one, they have no sense of direction. Many people say sheep are stupid. Let's just say they have no sense of direction at all. In fact, They will follow whoever is leading them, even if it leads them off a cliff. Here is a real story I read online. In eastern Turkey, about 1,500 unattended sheep fell off a cliff while the shepherd were eating breakfast far away from the flock. The first 400 fell to their death in a ravine, but the remaining 1,100 were saved because the first 400 broke the fall. The first 400 sheep fell to their death in a ravine. But the remaining 1,100 was saved because the first 400 broke the fall. The first 400 sheep were a big fluffy cushion for the other sheep. Apparently, this is what happened. The sheep in the back couldn't see past the sheep in front, so they were unaware of what was ahead. The sheep in front couldn't stop because the sheep in the back were pushing them forward. I read another funny story about sheep. One farmer said that if you have a bunch of sheep in a barn, stretch a rope across the door before you let them out. When the sheep come out of the barn, the first few will jump over the rope. If you cut the rope, the remaining sheep will still jump over the invisible rope, because it's what the rest of the flock did. I can understand why God compares us to sheep. Many times in our life, we follow someone who is leading us in the wrong direction or imitate their foolish acts. We succumb to peer pressure and do what they say to get accepted. We copy the mannerism and hairstyles of our friends to be cool. Point number two, sheep are defenseless. One of the most interesting characteristics of sheep in the Bible is that they cannot defend themselves very well. Have you ever seen a sheep growl, bark, bite, or show their teeth? That would be funny. But they do have two things in their arsenal. Number one, when sheep are frightened by noise such as running water, they will run away together, hopefully in the right direction. They have some kind of protection as the whole group, but individually, they are defenseless. Point number two, sheep kick. A ewe is specially prone to kicking if she is protecting her young. As long as the sheep are together, they won't be easy prey for the wild waiting wolf. The author W. Philip Keller, a shepherd for many years, observed these similarities in sheep and human beings. He quoted, It is no accident that God has chosen to call us sheep. And here are some points to think about. Point number one, our mass mind, our mob instinct. We are more comfortable in following the crowd rather than stand alone. Number two, our fears and timidity Number three, our stubbornness and stupidity. Number four, our perverse habits are all parallels. Here are a few scripture references from the English Standard Version. Isaiah fifty-three six says, All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. Ezekiel 34.11 For thus says the Lord God, Behold, I, I myself will search for my sheep and will seek them out. Matthew 9.36 says, When he saw the crowds, he had compassion for them, because they were harnessed and helpless, like sheep without a shepherd. There is a beautiful description of God in these six verses of Psalm 23. First, he is the good shepherd who supplies our needs. Nourishment, rest, peace. He guides his people for his name's sake, so the way they live their lives bring glory to him. Verse 4 speaks about the most difficult challenges a believer may face. As pastor and author James Montgomery Boyce notes, the Christian's life is not always tranquil nor, as we say, a mountaintop experience. God gives us valleys also. It is in the valleys, with their trials and dangers, that we develop character. Sometimes, these valleys are dark, scary, and fearful. We may be tempted to fear and even doubt, but we don't need to fear because the shepherd is with us. God's rod and staff are symbolic of his strong protection and benevolent guidance. The metaphor of God as a shepherd shifts in verse 5 to a hospitable host, meaning that God arranges a meal for David in the presence of his enemies. This may indicate a meal of victory in which David's enemies are present and held captive or that his enemies are nearby, but dare not attack because of God's attendance. The last verse of the 23rd Psalm, we see the longing of David that God's goodness and mercy will follow him all the days of his life, and his desire is to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. From the very beginning, we see from the story of our first parents, Adam and Eve. They chose to follow Satan the devil, and fell into sin, rather than obey the words of God. We are given the power of choice, and it's up to us to choose. Life or death, right or wrong, good or bad, blessings or curses, peace or fear, and the list goes on. We can all relate to a child in a candy store who doesn't get what they want, They may want a candy or a toy, but then when the parents refuse to give it, they kick and hit, roll on the ground and cry hysterically, hoping to get their own way. When the parents give in to their demands, they are calm again. Aren't we sometimes like that child when we want our own way over God's way? An important question to consider. Do you know the psalm or do you know the shepherd? There are many versions to this story. Let's hear one of the versions. There was once a Shakespearean author who was well known everywhere for his one-man show of reading and recitation from the classics. He would always end his performance with a dramatic reading of Psalm 23. Every night without fail, he would recite, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. His voice was clear, and his performance was outstanding. The crowd listened to him attentively, and at the end they would rise in thunderous applause in appreciation of the author's incredible ability to bring the verse to life. But one night, just before the actor performed his customary recital of Psalm 23, a young man from the audience spoke up. Sir, do you mind? If I recite 23rd psalm the actor was quite taken aback by this unusual request but allowed the young man to come forward he stood on the center stage and began to recite the young man knew that his ability to recite was unskilled and would be no match to the actor with a soft voice he began to recite the words when he was done There was no applause. No one stood as on the other nights. All that could be heard was a sound of weeping. The audience had been moved by the young man's recitation, and every eye was full of tears. The actor was amazed by what he had heard and asked the young man, How is it that you were able to move the audience to tears? I have a lifetime experience. And training but never was able to move the audience as you did tonight what is the secret the young man quietly responded well sir you know the psalm I know the shepherd Wow what a contrast do you want to know the shepherd here are a few steps to start with step number one we need to trust God do you believe that God has a plan for your life? A plan that includes every minor detail of your life. Do you believe that God will show you your plan step by step? Point number two. We need to communicate with God on a daily basis. Read all about God from His Holy Word, the Bible. Pray to Him all the time, no matter what is going on. Meditate on His precious promises and claim it as your own. Point number three, share your experience with others on how God has helped you through your many difficulties. It will help others in their life's journey too. Sharing is caring because everyone has their share of challenges, pain, disappointments, ups and downs. We don't suffer alone. There are three ways the Psalms point us to God. Number 1. Remember. The Psalms are replete with memories of God's faithfulness to his people. Number 2. Rest. When we are reminded and remember the characteristics of God, we can rest knowing that God is with us. Number 3. Joy. When we remember God's faithfulness and resting in his sovereignty, meaning God is a ruler with absolute power. It allows us to worship and have joy. According to Meredith Cook, the book of Psalms seems to be a favorite book of the Bible. This book is located in the center of the Bible and helps us to express joy and gratitude. It gives us permission to grieve and lament, and it draws us to worship in all circumstances. Oh! how true it is we can all draw inspiration from it in all our circumstances in life a book worth reading memorizing and trusting in the promises of God let the comforting words of Psalm 23 be your experience each and every day let's close with a word of prayer dear loving father in heaven we thank you for being our Good Shepherd Help us to know you better each day. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless. Have a great day.
2: Jesus, lover of my soul, let me to.
1: To know more on God's Word, you are always welcome to write to us
0: Adventist Media Center, Post Box 1446, Market Yard, Pune 411037, Maharashtra, India
1: And you can email us at helenrichesv at gmail.com Helen Riches V at gmail.com. H E L E N R I C H E S V at gmail.com.
0: You can contact us with your prayer requests and your interest for Bible study at these numbers. Center of Digital Evangelism, C D E zero 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 eight zero 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 four zero one seven zero four. Or you can message us directly at plus one seven four seven two eight two two eight eight zero. Our WhatsApp number is plus nine one nine zero 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 eight nine zero nine three
1: and you can email us at Helen Riches V at Gmail dot com H E L E N R I C H E S V at Gmail dot com
0: We invite you to visit us on our website www dot a-W-R This is David
1: And I am Madhuri signing off at A-W-R
0: Do join us again along with your family and friends
1: Till then we wish you
0: Goodbye, goodbye and, and God bless